Welcome to SonaCast, a podcast from the team at Sona Nanotech Inc. Sona's unique gold nanorods will power next generation diagnostic devices and medical applications. In every podcast, we seek to learn more about our industry with expert insight and special guests. Welcome to episode 11 of SonaCast. This week, we speak to Joe Dunbar and Dr. Ahmed Jahanli of Soma Bioscience, a specialist lateral flow company offering real-time saliva analytics, primarily in the area of elite sport. Soma and Sona are collaborating to create new lateral flow diagnostic tests. Joe is a former international athlete with a background in applied sports science who is now MD of Soma Bioscience. Ahmed is an experienced biochemist who has spent many years developing lateral flow tests and is now technical director of SOMA. Yeah, so SOMA Bioscience was incorporated in December 2016. And that came about after we did a management buyout of an old company, iPro Interactive. And um, iPro and now SOMA, we're, we're specialists in saliva testing. Um, and we use lateral flow, obviously. So we, we have real-time biomarkers for a range of um, proteins and hormones that people can can measure in real time and we tend to the, the the products we have at the market at the minute tend to focus on stress and immune markers markers of immune function so a simple sort of classification would be the proteins tend to be the immune markers and the the hormones like cortisol for example tend to be the stress markers although some of the proteins reflect stress as well and we sell to a, a, a wide range of client groups so the products that we have at market at the minute are, are for human tests. Uh, we also do development work and, and, and have uh, done some other work for, for animals. But they're human tests and we tell predominantly to sport, corporate, military and educational sectors. So those are our, our own products. And like I say, we also have products in in animal testing and in in other fields that we might do contract development work for or we have a stakeholding in okay so uh, why saliva then and and not other bodily fluids yeah it's a great question and uh, i mean one of the i'll go on the negative first one of the challenges with saliva is it is so much more difficult to measure consistently than in say blood or tears or or, or uh, urine or what have you, um, but the, uh, and and one of the reasons for that is saliva changes in nature, as in particular in terms of viscosity over a uh, you know, time of year, so as a function of time, but also between individuals as well. So that that's what makes it a, a, a bit of a challenge, but. What makes it so appealing is it's so non-invasive and one of our best products is actually our saliva collector. So the traditional way of collecting saliva is passive drooling. Um, So that's basically spitting into a sterile pot, you know, which um, some people don't find too pleasant and can take quite a bit of time. So that's um, a bit of a a negative. And the, you know, if you're adhering to good practice and good protocol you should have 
abstain from food or drink for the last hour before you perform a test and probably wash the mouth with distilled water 10 minutes before a test and as you can imagine the you know the compliance with that sort of thing is 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 horrific people just don't follow those sort of instructions so we developed a collector that negates the effect of recent food and drink um, it has a little swab that only collects half a mil of saliva so is is very quick so our test is very quick and easy for the user to to perform um, and and of course you know that that that's really important in in a lot of client groups so for example in sports if you're taking blood or urine measurements someone Someone has to need to go to the loo to produce a urine sample. If you're doing blood tests, someone has to take that blood. So to get around a squad of 25, 30 players, it could be time prohibited. You also have an unlimited supply of saliva from from most individuals. Certainly, you know, we're, we're producing litres of saliva a day. And, um, you know, there are all sorts of different reasons why people don't like having blood taken but because we're measuring stress a lot of the time um, if you have someone that has a fear of needles for example they could get very stressed about just the fact that they're they're having their blood taken Um, so then it becomes very difficult to separate the signal from the noise and things like that Um, so and, and other factors you know it's 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 great for drugs of abuse testing things like that where um if if, if urine tests are given you know you need someone sort of inspecting that and that that includes all sorts of different problems and people can treat those tests very easily you know i mean in, in sport for drug testing we, we've known of people that have injected their own bladder with clean saliva which uh, clean urine would you believe so when they pass that out it, it gives a clean test so saliva you know you can have someone watching them produce the sample um, it, it, it's it's just a lot more um, convenient i think so if you're doing field testing and things like that you know in remote settings we've had people use our, our collectors our saliva collectors in you know up Kilimanjaro, up Mount Everest, in altitude in Bolivia, in Siberia, in Antarctica. So even in extreme conditions, it's quite possible and quite easy to to collect using our, our saliva um, collection kits. And then finally, once our swab goes into to our buffer, which is all part of the saliva collection kit, that's stable at room temperature for weeks and weeks so you don't have to um, freeze and thaw samples or sending dry ice and and packed in dry ice and things like that so it's really a super simple and super convenient um, way way of collecting a sample from an individual. Excellent. Uh, You've talked about some of the areas uh, in which you work and you've mentioned some of your uh, users. Could you tell us, could you give us some examples of some of the clients that you've worked with and how they've used your products? Yeah, so um, in in sport, um, I mean, we we have to be careful because we... some of the clubs don't really like us mentioning by name that you know that and we'd certainly have their commercial departments on us pretty quickly but it, it, it is in the 
public domain that Manchester City, for example, have used our, our tests. Um, but we, we sell to a, a quite a number of tests in the English Premier League and the Champions League uh, throughout Europe. So teams in Germany, um, teams in, in sort of Spain, Italy. There's a lot of national football teams that, that use our, our products. And then um, organisations like um, Olympic associations and uh, national bodies, national institutes of sport like the Australian Institute of Sport, Irish Institute of Sport, etc. And, and basically what they're looking for is to gain an insight to athletes' readiness to train and preparedness for competition. So if you look at levels of stress, for example, through cortisol, cortisol is actually a catabolic hormone. So when cortisol level rises, it in indicates that you know the muscles are, are more stressed. So the readiness for train and, training and performance is likely to be impaired. And with the immune markers, obviously, um, yeah, a lot of athletes train, train very, very hard. And of course, one of the downsides of that is the harder you train, the more your immune system becomes suppressed. And we all have different um, thresholds, and yeah, some people can can cope with with training loads better than others. So, to get an insight into how things like training and lifestyle factors as well are affecting immune health can give an athlete's or yeah, players supporting great insight as how to manipulate training loads and how to manipulate certain lifestyle factors like sleep, nutrition, um, you know, psychology, things like that, to ensure that you have a more successful outcome when, when you know, the, 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 the big competitions come to light. Okay, I wonder if I could bring um, Ahmed in now and perhaps talk a little bit more about the technology and maybe you could tell me what kind of sets Soma's technology apart from other competitors in the market. Well, I mean, <clears throat> our basic technology is uh, the, the good old standard lateral flow uh, immunochromatography, which is was originally the very first test was the pregnancy test developed by... Uh, uh, Unipath in the uh, late 70s, early 80s. Uh, the, so the technology is quite uh, simple. Uh, what we've developed in SOMA uh, is based on almost 11 years of experience working with saliva. What sets us uh, different from other companies that uh, also look at saliva testing is that all our tests are quantitative. So it's basically like uh, creating a lab test, but using the miniature rapid lateral flow technology aspect. And I think that's uh, what sets us different from other companies. Okay. Um, talking about uh, lateral flow technology then, uh, what uh, kind of new technology or, or trends are coming out in this area that, that are interesting you or exciting you at the moment? I mean, the... The main trend is uh, two things. One is to uh, uh, improve the uh, sensitivity of the test to make it as equal as possible to a lab-based uh, test. Uh, other 
areas of development as improvement in the reagents, the detector uh, reagents used in the tests, like uh, better types of uh, gold particles. We use gold particles for our, our test, uh, trying to reduce the variability in the different uh, stages of developing the lateral flow test. Okay. Uh, what do you think of the current state of the lateral flow market? Is it a, a healthy market? Is it uh, on the rise? Uh, it is a very healthy market, and it is on the rise. I mean, there's a, a huge development, I believe, uh, worldwide, that you're talking in the billions of dollars in terms of uh, the size of the lateral flow technology market. What's interesting, I mean, there are people you find in the... Uh, a lot of talk about other kind of technologies uh, uh, using microfluidics and so on, but nothing equates the lateral flow and its simplicity and the cost of development and cost of the production. And that's why it is, I believe, that the future is still there for uh, lateral flow development and it will increase in size, particularly if people manage to move into quantitative testing rather than a semi-quantitative lateral flow test. Mm. And I mean, that's something that um, we're doing at Sona Nanotech with the uh, gold nanorods that allow us to have the quantitative multiplexed tests. Um, could you tell us briefly a little bit about the uh, relationship that you're building with uh, Sona Nanotech? Yeah, I mean, we have, a, I believe, a nice collaboration uh, to base. Uh, we using our own know-how and saliva testing, and we rely on Sona uh, to provide uh, a better quality uh, uh, gold particles. Uh, and we're looking at the moment at developing the nanorod uh, particles uh, to use them in our own testing with the aim of improving the sensitivity of the test, uh, reproducibility, and reducing uh, variability. Okay. So finally, just to sum up then, uh, what's next for SOMA? Where where do you go from here? What does 2019-2020 look like for your company? Uh, Well, I may be looking for more expansion of uh, our market. I think probably Joe has better... Yeah, I mean, we we want to get into a wider range of markets, Darren, and um, some of the products that we're developing need great sensitivity, so we're very hopeful that the the Sona Nanorods will help us achieve that. So, you know, when when we're talking about cortisol, for example, you're looking at nanograms per mil. Um, We've got uh, another steroid hormone, testosterone, in development and of course that's picogram per mil so you know we're talking incredibly small molecules if you if you think um yeah for any lay people listening out there that when we're measuring cortisol you're 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 effectively detecting uh an aspirin in an olympic sized swimming pool which is pretty phenomenal in its own right but with testosterone we're trying to detect molecules at a thousand times smaller again so we, we we need some pretty good reagents and pretty good components in there to, to make sure we can can do that. But the, the testosterone market would be a, a great game changer for, for Soma. And also we're, we're spreading into some of the um, animal markets. We, we can't talk about 
too many at the minute, but we've got a partnership with one company called Onsite Diagnostics, and that looks at Campylobacter, which is a bacteria in chicken. Um, but we've got our fingers in some other pies, you know, looking at farm health and things like that. So um, it's broadening our range of products and also trying to widen the market, you know, both domestically and globally for the, for the products that we already have on the market. So, yeah, we, we, you know, we've done very well with all organic growth to this point. But, of course, we, yeah, like all companies out there, we want to keep growing and keep expanding. Excellent. Joe Ahmed, thanks for joining us today. No, pleasure. Thanks. Thanks. thanks for having us on. That's all from Sonacast this week. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to subscribe to make sure you don't miss future episodes. Also, make sure to follow us on social media to keep up to date with all the latest news and analysis from Team Sona. On Twitter, at Sona Nanotech. On LinkedIn, just search for Sona Nanotech Inc. And on Instagram, Sona underscore Nanotech. Team Sona will be attending various industry events throughout 2019, including the Lateral Flow course in San Diego, Medica in Dusseldorf and AACC in Anaheim, where we will be recording future podcasts. If you'd like to be one of our special guests, get in touch with us through any of our social media channels. Also, we would love to get your feedback on Sonacast, so please get in touch to let us know what you think or if you have any ideas for future guests or content.